1: Hey everybody, welcome to the 52 weeks podcast. This is week what week seven, week eight. I'm not sure. Anyways, it's the beginning of the year and we already lost count. So today's episode is on self love and I'm so excited about it. But before we jump into that, let's go through our wins, losses, lessons learned and goals for the week. Do you want to start Tracy?
2: Sure. So wins, I I feel like the wins are not immediately coming to me, but there were wins and I feel like it was associated to my goal. So my goals from last week, I wanted to uh, do my Sunday planning, like make sure that I'm doing the Sunday planning. And of course, that's transformative, you guys. Just for me, that's huge. It's enormous. Uh, the amount of the impact of writing it down also you guys that's a different level just not having it on your digital. device but actually writing out hey this is what the, what i'm looking forward to I also feel like it jogs my memory better, so that I know what's coming up. And I feel like oh Okay, these things are these things are falling through the gaps it's also helping me figure out where things are falling through the gaps. And so i'm really grateful for that, and I feel like it's been transformative so i'm very excited about that I feel like that's been a win in the regards that i've been doing that for two weeks weeks you guys and I feel like that's been huge and so I'm that's a win when I've been doing the weekly planning and I've seen the difference that it makes and also my stress levels and like anxiety levels are lower when I just know what's next know what's coming prepared for it have things ready know I'm bringing a salad know I'm going this place knowing I need to do this I knowing I need to remind these people whatever it is I just feel like I am doing a lot better at that and being on top of my life, which I like to be. It gives me a sense of control and I like it. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that, that was a win. And then losses, I really feel like the, the biggest loss for me or like some of the, the struggles that I feel like I'm encountering are just, I feel like I am discovering that my temper is a problem. And that i can get real hot real fast and about things that are seemingly inconsequential and it's getting to the point like i had two and two experiences this past week where i just got i escalated pretty quick and i do this anyway like i'm quick to anger and i know this about myself and it just i'm feeling really humble so i'm feeling like i just need god's help so badly and i also i, I have a lot of tools but it's knowing which ones I need to employ right now that are gonna be most effective. And so I need the revelation and the help on that. And I know that I need to be fasting twice a month instead of once. So I'm gonna be doing it every other week. I'm fasting tomorrow. So, you know, I'm just trying to include the power, just be better about that. I'm I'm not also as like connected to God as I need to be in this, I, I can see the disconnect as well. so. In regards to that i'm working on that and then I had a goal to read the Old Testament all last week like make sure that I was on top of. um, Reading the Old Testament and I wasn't perfect on that actually at all, (laughs) but I did get a few days in but I didn't get like probably half of the days I ran I read the Old Testament so i'm behind. I'm not too far behind, but it's like right now I have to stay on top of it if I'm gonna actually read the Old Testament in 2022. So again, that goal is, I'm in the midst of that goal and just staying on top of that every day is just really critical. I have to read three chapters a day basically. So that's something else. And then um, I'm actually looking at my habits and I'm like, oh, I think I read my scriptures every single day though. So almost every day except last Wednesday when I set that goal. So good. And then also regarding my, my last goal, I think was, um, Oh yeah. 20 minutes of editing every day. So I was supposed to do 20 minutes of editing and I basically did it. And then I realized when I went to go edit last night, I still this past episode, I have, I had several different video audio files because it was a weird recording experience. And so I still wasn't prepared to put out the audio. And I stayed up really, really late again. And again, that's just like what I was trying to avoid, but I did do better. I was editing every single day, but for 20 to 30 minutes every day. And that was pretty helpful. I missed a couple days. And if I would have maybe hit those, maybe it would have made last night a little bit better experience, but I didn't even, I didn't publish till this morning. And so that was unusual for me but that's just how it worked out and that's okay. So, um, those, that's my report. Steph.
0: Um, I, you had said something at the very beginning that I wanted to comment on, but then I forgot (laughs) what it was. What did you
2: say was your win again? Um, my win was that the planning.
0: Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to comment on. Um, I love that you're planning like what you need to bring to stuff. Because I find that that is usually the reason that I'm late because I'm like, oh, I forgot that I would bring this and pick this up, and so how nice to have everything ready that you need to bring all at once so
2: yeah, and it doesn't mean I'm always ready, but it's like I know I need to have yeah,
0: it. <laughs> so no i I love that um so I would say I'm gonna start with my loss, my sadness of the week, so yesterday. <laughs> after my run melody and i had a really hard talk about how my habits will be like i'll be good at the with getting my mileage in and then slowly i've just been a little under and then it's taken my mileage drastically down and i didn't realize it but like like honestly as melody was telling me what mileage i would have to do a week which was so low that i don't even want to repeat I like almost wanted to cry because I was like, no, I don't want to do this. And um, it just made me realize like how just being a little bit off of your goal, whether that's like a half a mile, a mile, like it all adds up over time. And how, you know, like the frog in the water, I didn't realize that my mileage had gotten so low. And so that really just made me re-examine of where I want to be with my running and that was a catalyst to so many different areas of my life so then it turned into a win because last night I feel like my win was I just really so my friend Carolyn Morris for those of you that have listened to like season one she came on um in our first season I don't remember what episode she was but she um recently did this life concept where she took everything in her life and she basically broke it apart and was like do i want this is this something that my family wants me to have is this something that i feel like i need to have like culturally and she took all of these areas and just like broke them down and figured out what she wanted for herself and how she was going to live her life and then she took her patriarchal blessing and like broke that all down and she realized just a lot of things with that. And so I asked her how she did it and I want to do that with my life with these different areas because there's been some things that I've been justifying and I'm like realizing that it's really making me fall short in the areas that I want to be part. I mean like story of my life, that's the thing that like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been talking on this podcast for three years, and I'm a flipping broken record, you know? Like, why don't I have it together? Why am I not consistent? Why do I still, like, falter? But at the same time, I'm still going, right? (laughs) Amen. I'm still weekly talking about my goals. And... Yeah. So, but I'm excited, like, I'm excited for the changes that I want to implement. And Melody and I were talking on one of our runs, I think it was last week where we were just saying that because we're talking a lot about emotions and Tracy, the book, like letting go and stuff, all the stuff that you've taught us, I feel like we all are becoming more emotionally intelligent and um, like identifying, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Like, this is what's triggering me. How can I recalibrate? calibre, calibrate? What's the word, Recal.
2: Recalibrate. Recalibrate, yeah, yeah. I was
0: like, recaliber <laughs> is not it. Um, and change. And, and that was just one of those moments for me last night. So.
2: I applaud you for your self-reflection. That's a huge win. And the fact that you make, I feel like you make massive changes at times based on those moments of self-reflection. And I think that's incredible.
1: Yeah, Steph, I love how you you were like, so that was my loss, but it turned into a win. I like how you turned your losses into wins this week. And like I was saying yesterday, I really like, I have just seen the growth and change in you. And you ask like, why don't I have it together? And it's because you're a human and nobody has it together, right? And the thing is, You know, maybe you've been doing this podcast for a little bit, but I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, but you're still going. I feel like the difference between someone who, you know, reaches their goals and someone who doesn't is the person who reaches their goals is the person who keeps trying because everyone's going to mess up, right? Everyone's going to have setbacks. So, and I just think it's been awesome, like watching you learn and grow. Same with you, Tracy. I feel like it's not even been that long and I feel like everyone is just exploding into awesome
0: humans so well and i just wanted to add i think that the reason that i love running whether it's by myself or with someone it's like the greatest therapy i feel like running is it's just fascinating how you're able to go and then have a clear mind and chelsea who is running with today she said you know like the what is it the rapid eye movement is that emdr or whatever she so she's a therapist and she said that like running it's that back and forth motion as well she's going to tell me more about it and that's why it's like so beneficial um for us so
2: yeah it's the No way
0: it's the bilateral
2: stimulation helps you to it, it helps you to more rapidly process your emotional state whatever you're going through that's why after a run you tend to like, if you talked a lot or you shared a lot with somebody else or you were just like on your own thinking things through, a lot of it is processed through that, through the bilateral bilateral movement of your body.
1: Wow. You guys, running is amazing. It's so amazing. I can't believe it. I feel like you can learn every life lesson running. Today, my pick I'll, I'll put this into my lessons learned for the week, but I've really been struggling with my heart rate. And I'm not sure if I've talked a lot about this before. Steph knows, obviously, but I do my training based off of heart rate. And I train my clients off of their heart rate zones. And my heart rate has been so, so high lately. And I feel like a couple of years ago, I I figured out how to control my heart rate on a run, but I feel like I, I lost control of my heart rate. Uh, life got crazy, um, dealing with lots of like mental health issues. And, um, and I feel like just recently I'm starting to get it again. So today on my run, I've, I've been dealing with this, like this, like feeling of panic for like the past like year and a half. And I've been feeling it a lot on my runs. I go running and And all of a sudden, I just feel this panic, like, I don't know how to explain it, like something's chasing me or something really bad is about to happen. And my heart rate just shoots through the roof. And it's the most uncomfortable, exhausting feeling ever. And I've been getting that every single time I go running. But I had a few, I, I, this will be um, my win for the week. But I had a few runs this week, where I started to feel that panic come on. And I slowed down. And I was able to be mindful and and think about my footsteps, the air on my face and, and being more present. And my heart rate went down and it was, a, it just felt really awesome to have control over my heart rate and over my emotions. And one of the thoughts I had as I've been able to do this on my runs is, wow, like running has provided this, um, what's the word? running has taught me how to control my heart rate, like it, it, um, medium is out the word has provided this medium for me to learn. I don't know. Anyways, it's just so awesome. And it just made me so, so grateful for running. And I feel like there's other ways to do it. I mean, through meditation and such, but I feel like running is kind of a form of meditation and it's just fantastic. So that was one of my wins for the week. Um, I started reading, letting go Tracy today. I'm listening to on audible and I'm not going to lie the first 30 minutes. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this book. Um, cause it's, it's very, it's very deep, very big words. Um, and the first 30 minutes, like I said, I'm listening to it was super, super slow, but by the end of my run, I was like, this book is golden. I am so excited. And it's going to be a book that I listen to over and over and over, over again, for sure. I can already feel that. Like I, I feel like I've already learned so much from it. And I can, there's been things that I have heard. And I'm like, I, I need to hear that again for the stick. So I definitely am going to listen to it a few times. Um, but that would be my win. And my goals. Last week, I talked about just kind of getting my schedule in order. And I have. I I made the phone calls I needed to make. And I've transferred all my clients over to my new building. And I'm ready to start my new schedule next week. And I'm really excited. It's going to be super, super nice to have a consistent schedule and to have routine. And Tracy, I really like um, what you've been learning with doing your weekly planning and creating schedule. It's especially hard when you don't have your typical nine to five job, you have to create your own schedule. And that is so hard. But that's one thing that I love about being an entrepreneur, because I think you learn so much about yourself and your energy cycles and when you create your own schedule. But anyways, so that was kind of a rambly wins and losses and goals for this week. So let's hop into self love. Our challenge was to go on a date with ourselves. So Tracy, do you want to start with telling us about your experience and what you learned?
2: Yeah, so I went last Wednesday to the Beyond Van Gogh exhibit in downtown Salt Lake City. And I went by myself. And I... Yeah, I love... You guys, I'm a big, I believe in meditation. I love meditation. It's a very meditative experience where you're sitting in this room and there's all these projectors that are projecting the images of Van Gogh that people have put together into a moving display of his images. And then there's this music, this peaceful music, and they have places for you to sit and just watch it. And the entire display of all the pictures and all of the displays that they go through Uh, the moving art is it takes about 40 minutes for you to go through one cycle before it starts again. And I, I truly enjoyed it loved it thought it was really, really fun to just sit and enjoy and appreciate and Van Gogh if you're familiar Van Gogh has a brother named Theo. Theo and Van Gogh uh, they didn't have a perfect relationship by any means. They had a tumultuous relationship at different times, but they truly loved each other. And Theo is the one who encouraged Van Gogh to to pursue art. And Van Gogh, if you're you know familiar with Van Gogh, he did not sell a, a any, like not one piece of art his entire life before he took his life. Um, and it's, it's a sad story in a lot of ways. But one of the ways that Van Gogh signed his paintings was he signed it as Vincent, his first name, not Van Gogh. And it's because he was concerned people wouldn't understand his name. They wouldn't be able to pronounce his last name Van Gogh. But isn't that just so ironic that all of us know Van Gogh and we don't call him Vincent? <laughs> uh, that's, that's an interesting, there's, there's a story. I mean, there's, like a, there's a lesson in that as well but i i just really loved it. had that experience to the point that i was sad i didn't bring david with me or a friend who would appreciate that because i felt like it was an experience to be shared and i but for me it was a practice i actually reflected on that afterwards when i left the location i thought i have done things by myself for years for years i did things by myself i traveled the world by myself. I lived in Europe by myself, you know, and I, I mean, I lived with a family, but I would go and travel, like go explore, go to th- do things on the weekends that were by myself. And I just think about it. And I said, I don't know if I want to go do certain things by myself anymore. And so it was an interesting moment of reflection, but it was also kind of why, why didn't I want to be by myself? Right. And it was because I wanted to share it. I discovered that, but I think that's something to keep in mind, like, why, is this something I'm going to want to share or is this something that I can do comfortably or not comfortably, but is this something that I feel good doing by myself? So it was just an interesting moment. So that was my takeaway.
0: Trace, have you talked about Tracy Day on here?
2: I think I've mentioned Tracy Day.
0: Okay. I I really love the concept of how you just go and you celebrate yourself for a day. And I like that you were like, hey, I wish that I would have had someone else here. But sometimes it's good to have that realization of, oh, I like having people around, <laughs>
2: you know? Right. And realizing that I really did want to share that with my spouse, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to share that with David. And then it's actually kind of a romantic, that's a great date for a romantic date or you know, a thoughtful. Uh, peaceful kind of a date that's awesome and so yeah
1: cool I didn't know that about you Tracy I didn't know that you lived in Europe and that you traveled the world alone I think that's so I feel like that would be so empowering to travel the world and to do lots of things on your own
2: yeah I don't prefer it <laughs> I <laughs> Experiences, but the only person who witnessed it was myself and God, which is totally okay. But there are certain experiences I've had in my past that I think, how sad that nobody was there with me experiencing that. It was so great. Anyway,
0: I thought that before because I've done a few solo trips and it's fine like the first two days, and then afterwards it's like, I wish someone was here with me, you know. What about
1: you, Steph? How is your self-date?
0: So here's the thing. I do do a lot of stuff, like, by myself. And Tracy, like, her going and doing experience, I was like, well, I could go do that. But there was nothing that I really wanted to go to. Um, so I actually made an appointment tomorrow. I've been wanting to do this for a bit. There's a blow-dry bar where you go and they wash your hair and they style it for you and you leave looking all cute so i'm doing that tomorrow and i just sort of want to take from tracy's tracy day and have be like one saturday a month where it's like all these fun things to pamper myself you know whatever i want to do and i don't think that it necessarily because like last night i was like i really wanted to watch the J, new JLo movie and i was like i could go to a movie by myself but movie theaters are often cold and like so then I just watched it at home by myself, you know? But like, it was just sort of being like, mm, I don't really care to go to a movie by myself. I don't care to go eat out by myself. Like, and I don't think that I need to, you know? Um, but just sort of being like, what what are some things that I would love to do? And one of my, I think that once a month, uh, um, I want to go run somewhere that I love. And there's just some places in Utah, like so back when I worked downtown and I would go work out at the Planet Fitness there and then like leave my stuff in a locker there and then like run. I would run Main Street in the morning and Main Street is like my favorite road downtown. So I would go up to the Capitol all the way down and then run down Main Street. And it was just as people were like starting to work. And I just I loved it. Or i love walker lane or there's just like or i love pipeline so i want to make sure that i'm going out and like running on the trails and the areas that i just love
2: and also the guiding question i was taught this by wendy vandam who is i did her program called seeing the divine you and she was the one who taught me about wendy day like she would do her own day for herself take herself out And so I started to try to implement that more. And it's interesting because I actually start to feel an intuition that I need to go do something. Like I now start to feel like it's more intuitive. Oh, you know, Tracy, you need to take a day. Like it's time for you to like step away. So it's interesting that it's become more intuitive for me as well. And also the question that she asks and that I'm going to present here for anyone who also might want to do this is the question you ask is what would I love? And so when you're going through your life for this week, notice the things that you think you would love. Like, what would I love to do? And that's, I think, just kind of like what you mentioned about Carolyn and her practice of, you know, breaking down what she's doing and why she's doing it. It's also becoming cognizant of what do I really enjoy and what would I really love? And so using that question to guide and make decisions about how you'll move ahead on what you want to do.
1: Wow, Tracy, I'm so glad you said that because... That's what I was thinking too, as Steph was talking, like this self day is such a great way to really get to know yourself. And I have had questions in my life of like, when I've asked myself, why am I doing what I'm doing? A lot of the times it's to please other people or because this person wants to do it. And I've asked myself multiple times in my life, like, what do I like? What do I I don't know how to just do something for the pure enjoyment of it. Like, what do I do? What do I do for fun? Just because it's fun, you know? And I think that's so important. I think this is such a great way to learn what, like, what do you really enjoy? How, how can you have fun by yourself? So I think
2: that's right. Really I awesome. would also call this like a joy goal. This is kind of like, you know, your joy goal is how, what, what brings you joy in doing that? So I like how Steph talked about going to the trails or whatever. So using yeah. that as a guiding principle also is like, what brings me joy? Because I actually feel a little bit of guilt saying like, Oh, I'm going on a Tracy day. You know, in a way there's a little bit of guilt, like, Ooh, is that justified? Do I feel like I have the money to spend on myself or whatever it may be, whatever the story may be. Uh, I think it's really important to be like, I see you guilt, right? Like the letting go principle. Oh, hey, guilt, you're showing up right now. And you're trying to let me know that you're not comfortable with what I'm doing. I'm okay with this. Thank you for showing up. Thanks for trying to protect me. And I'm letting you go.
1: Yes, yes. And thank you for bringing that up too. I think particularly, I want to be careful saying this, but I do think particularly in I'm gonna say Utah culture. I feel like there is a lot of guilt in around doing things for you. And I think that's awesome to acknowledge the guilt and realize, okay, this is a new thing that I'm doing. Doing things for myself is new. So it's normal to feel guilt. This is the culture that I grew up in. So I'm gonna acknowledge it and I'm gonna keep practicing this and get to the point where I don't feel guilty every time I do something for myself because it's actually a good thing.
0: That's awesome. Well, and as you guys are talking, I just want to, like, I was thinking about some days in my life that I've, like, been like, this was such a good day. And one of my birthdays, I went to Seven Peaks, and my friends and some of my siblings were there, and then we did the campfire after. That was, like, epic day. My favorite things. Or there was a day that I remember it was a Saturday that I had, I interviewed my first international person for Notable Peeps. At 5 a.m., she was in London. And then I went and ran on the treadmill like 12 miles. And then I went on a hike with a friend, you know, and it was just like that day was epic because I did all these things that I wanted to do. And I went to bed tired, but like I felt amazing, you know. Oh, that
2: sounds
1: like the best day ever.
2: Yeah, it does sound amazing. And I would also say like those are clues like look back on times where you're like, what brought me joy in the past? That can help you to, to make a plan. Because maybe for you, it's not like getting a manicure or a pedicure, or, you know, you, I don't know, there's sometimes that I think there's like, these are self care things. But I think it's like, what do I what has brought me joy in the past that could bring me joy in the future?
0: Well, and I think it maybe doesn't even have to be by yourself because I look at some of those favorite moments, like that murder mystery dinner that we did, Trace, that you and David came to, like that was one of the most fun nights for me, hosting that, right? And so I think like looking at like that type of stuff and being like, maybe my day is that I make all my friends dress up and come to this murder mystery. Like, that's a great stuff day, you know?
2: Absolutely. And that was one of those experiences for me where I got to know my spouse in a different way. And that I was seriously <laughs> blown away by the amount of skill my husband had at being Frankenstein. Right. So <laughs> those things are really, I think they're all valuable for us. Right. So that's a really strong memory for me because I was experiencing something in a different way.
1: I think this is kind of off the topic, but I think that's why it's important to just do stuff in your life, to just do different things. Like what is something like for Valentine's Day, Jacob and I did crafts. Like we went to Walmart and we bought crafts and we made little keychains. Like, I just think it's good to just, you know, what is the last time you did crafts as a grown-up? You know, like, I just think it's important to just do different things. What is something you haven't done in a long time? What is something that you haven't done since you were a kid? Go, go do it. Or what's a new skill? Go take a, a Tai Chi class or it's just important to do stuff. So, kind of side note there. <laughs> so... My self.
0: Yeah, tell us funny. about your day. Sorry, we've been chatting.
1: Oh no, it's fine. We're just going with the flow of the convo, right? Um, before I talk about my self date, I want to tell a funny story. This was the first time I went on a date by myself, and the last time I went on a date with myself. So it's kind of sad, but it's funny now because it was a while ago. But I had this date with this guy that I was super super excited about. And I was at work and I literally like talked everyone's ears off about this guy and this date I was going on. And and everyone was like teasing me about it. And on my lunch break, I went to Ross and I bought new boots. I bought a new hat. I like bought all this new stuff for this date. Like I literally thought I was gonna marry this guy. This was our second date, by the way. Just, like so excited. And everyone's teasing me about it. And right before the end of the work day he texted me and he canceled. And then ghosted me never heard from him again. But I was like, so sad. And I walked out the door. And I was so embarrassed to tell everyone that he canceled on me because I was talking about it all day. So I walked out the door and everyone's like, bye, have fun on your day. And I'm like, I will. And then I walk out, and I just cry. Okay, I know it sounds sad. But I really I think it's a really funny story. So I'm like, so sad. And I was like, Well, I'm just going to go on a date by myself then. So I got all dressed up. I did my hair, my makeup, and I took myself out to eat. I went and ate at Zuba's and then I went to a movie and I feel like as I tell this story, I'm like, this is really sad and depressing, but I really think it's so funny. Anyways, and then I went to a movie and I went to a sad movie because I was feeling sad and I sat in the back of the theater and I just watched the movie and I cried the whole time. And Okay, it really is funny. I'm like, that's so funny. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. so, so sad. And I really needed that. But anyways, it just reminded me of that, of that story. And I'm like, Oh, that was just, yeah, that was <laughs> 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 young, young, silly melody. But I
2: feel, like anyways. Like, I feel like that's, I maybe this is my perspective. But I'm like, that feels so intuitive to me. Like the fact it that was you were nice. like, no, I keep my commitment to myself at least, even if he doesn't keep part yeah. of it, I'm gonna keep mine. I think that's super powerful.
1: No, I, I loved it. It felt so good. And and that that was the first time I'd I done something like that on my own. And um, and I haven't I haven't like intentionally gone on a date with myself since then. So I really love this challenge. So what I did for my date is I have this book. It's called The Self-Love Workbook by, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Shiana or something. Anyways, I bought this a few months ago, and I just have like slowly been going through it. And so for my day, I went and got myself my favorite drink. It's this sparkling probiotic cavita. And I sat in my office, and I turned on my favorite music, so old 90s country, and I've set a timer for an hour and I just spent time with myself and my self-love workbook.
0: Did you set a and timer with your cube?
1: Yes, I did. <laughs> I love my cube. <laughs> so it was it was so good. Um, I don't even know where to start. I feel like I learned so much. but I just really loved having that hour to spend time with myself and explore myself and do things that I loved. And I think, listening to 90s country music like really added like a big slice of melody like I just felt like myself as I sat there working in my in my notebook and I decided that I want to do this once a month just and it doesn't have to be anything big like I don't have to do a a datey thing like I don't have to go see a movie or go out to eat or I can but I really like just putting aside one hour to just sit down with myself and do something like that I like to do let's know the kind of music I like to listen to and get to know myself better so that was my experience and yeah I'm gonna keep doing it I think it was awesome so thank you for the suggestion Tracy I love the self self date day
2: yeah I can I add on to something I just had it come back to me so I'm gonna share this with you guys so from my date last Wednesday, you guys, I have I have declared a number in my life. It's 33. 33 is my angel number. 33 is the number that kind of lets me know like God is aware of me. And last Wednesday, I I saw 33 everywhere. Like I'm not kidding you. It was everywhere. It was on the buses. It was on the street. I ended up being on 33rd South. Um it was on the like on this little fence. It was it was everywhere. Like 33 was everywhere. And I noticed it. Like I noticed how much it was coming up and I felt like it was kind of God's nod like, Hey, I notice you, I see you, I'm with you. And I ended up feeling like I should go down 33rd South to find the place I was going to eat and ended up at this place called Gurkha's where it was used to be where the cafe Rio was on 33rd South in Salt Lake city. I'm in Milky area and uh, anyway, I went and I I sat there and I just felt like God had set this place up. It was the most peaceful restaurant. They had this beautiful ambient music. They had this uh, monitor with all these pictures from all over the world, these beautiful pictures from all, all over the world. There were one, two other people in the restaurant and then me by myself eating my curry, you know. And just, I really felt like God kind of set that up for me that it was this place where he knew because I don't like loud restaurants and there's so many of them and I do not like them. I like quiet. And so for me, it was just so perfect that God gave that to me. And I just think it's so amazing how many times he is reassuring us, even in our journey, what we're doing, that we're on the right path or that he's aware of us, or how he's speaking to us through that experience as well. I think we open ourselves up to more of that divine communication.
1: Wow, that's so tender. And I love how God communicates with us all individually and all differently. I had a really fiddler experience when I was in massage school where I saw feathers everywhere. It was super weird. Like, I noticed feathers everywhere. I, I would go on walks and on runs and there are feathers on the ground. I'd, I'd pick up feathers and bring them home because I thought they were pretty. And um, I started to find feathers all over my house. I later found out it was a, a pillow and the, the feathers were falling out of the pillow. But I was like, where are these feathers coming from? They were all over my house. I was pulling them out of the dryer. They were like in my bed and like feathers everywhere. And I'm really sad I lost this quote. I need to go try to find this quote about scrolling Facebook one day, and it was this picture of a hand and like a feather falling to the hand. And it was this quote, and it was exactly what I needed to hear. I was really struggling in, at this time, and it was exactly what I needed to hear. And, and then every time I saw a feather, I need to go find this quote again. Every time I saw a feather, it was just like a confirmation that God is like, I'm here, I'm watching, I'm taking care of you. And Anyways, it just is really cool how God communicates with us. So and I love how 33 has become your declared number.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's cool to hear everyone's individual stuff. And I think I have a lot of ideas of what I want to do. Because, like, Melody, you doing that that workbook. I have several workbooks um, that I have that I haven't touched forever, you know, and it's just sort of like a date can be with yourself. And time with yourself can be so many different things. Or, like, this is my things to do pile right here. And this stuff has been sitting here forever. (laughs) You know? Like, that's a date with myself to go. And it's very simple things. One is to change my garage door code. You know? Like, it's very simple things, but it's just I haven't set that time to do those things. So... Um, this has just given me a lot of ideas, or I was like, you know what, it would just be fun to take my watercolor set, and I'm not an artist by any means, and go to the park, and just paint, like go to Lib- um, Liberty Park, and like sit by the casebo, and just paint, I'm like, that sounds uh, lovely, so. That's awesome, yeah, a
1: self day can be whatever, whatever you feel like it needs to be, right, I feel like self-love, self-care is really subjective, just whatever you need. So, okay, I have a question. How do you guys feel like loving yourself affects the way you love others?
2: Steph, do you want to go first?
0: <laughs> well, Melody, are you asking this because I run last night?
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. I just, I really think that this is,
0: a good question <laughs> well I was being honest with melody last night about some things and she's like you should share this on the podcast and some of it's too personal to share but I just like the lessons you learned I, I wasn't yeah. like oh you should share all yeah I'll it. but <laughs> I think that you know um I I heard of, like on the show this therapist talk about like how dating there can be this scar tissue that's like built up on your heart from all these traumatic experiences. If you're rejected or, you know, someone says something mean, it's just like all this stuff. And I think that, um, like really loving yourself and being confident with yourself, like, and accepting your flaws and like, I don't know, just self-love helps you to let someone love you and, like let you in. And so I think that's where I've had a lot of realizations of some roadblocks that are keeping me from being in a relationship. And like addressing them sometimes can be painful, right? And that's why like, I've avoided them. But to really be in a healthy relationship, I think that because I'm like, Oh, I love myself or I'm like, you know, I feel great. But I think at the root of it, like I have some serious self love issues that are preventing me from letting someone love me with my imperfections and with my strengths.
2: Yeah. And I actually think what you just said there, like with my imperfections and with my strengths, I love how you added and with my strengths because you're not just your imperfections and you're not just your strengths. You're, you're a combination of the two and you have to love all of you. You have to accept all of you in order to, I think, really move forward. And I have really struggled with accepting the dark parts of me. Even right now, my face is like half dark. And I'm like, yes, this is true. You know, (laughs) I am not just like the light, you know. And, and I think that we're, we're taught that the natural man is an enemy to God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and becometh as a saint, you know? And I look at those things and I'm like, oh. <laughs> but but I also look at those scriptures sometimes and I'm like, I think one of the biggest realizations and the biggest progress, the the biggest amount of progress I've made in my own emotional progress for myself is to accept the dark parts and say, Hey, you're there. You're here for, you're here for a reason. And I get to learn how, how to, how to take you in and learn how to love you in my truest self. And that true self and false self exist together. But I have to learn how to accept both of them in order to move through them. And so I, I don't know if this, but this has just been my quote of the last week, but there is a quote from C.S. Lewis where he talks about how when you shine a light into a sewer, the, the rats run. He's like, the rats were already there. It's just that the light shone on them. So you know that they exist. And I think that all of us have those moments where we're like, ah, darn it, those rats, they're, they, they're there. I just didn't see them. And now I have to kind of, now I have to actually address them and I don't, and you can choose not to, you can choose to like not address them, but I think addressing them is like where you start to feel more. And then you're like, why am I so angry? (laughs) But, uh, you just realize like, oh, the anger is a secondary emotion, which means that there's got to be other stuff underneath this. that's like, needs to be acknowledged. So anyway, that was long.
1: Wow. That's an awesome analogy. I love that. I think, I just think that God's plan is so perfect. Like all the time I'm like, this just makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. And I think, I think this is how God intended it. I think he wants us to learn how to love ourselves first. And then we get married and we learn to love ourselves with our spouse And then we have kids and we learn how to love ourselves with our spouse, with our kids. And then they have kids. And I feel like it just grows and grows and grows. And it all starts with us. We need to learn how to love us first. That's the first step. And it just makes sense that we need to have that nailed down before we can take the next step, which is loving other people. And, you know, in the gifts of imperfection, Brene Brown says, She learned that you can't love others until you love yourself. And she said it destroyed her. And I still am kind of like uh, on the fence of like, if I 100% believe that I'm I'm leaning towards, you can can love others without 100% loving yourself. Because I feel like loving yourself is a process. Like, I don't think on this earth we'll ever learn to love ourselves perfectly like Christ loves us. I, I feel like that's always going to be something we're working on is how to love ourselves. So I think we can learn to love ourselves while we're loving other people. And I think we can learn to love ourselves through loving other people at the same time. So it's just its just a beautiful plan. And love is a beautiful thing. Amen.
0: I think that that is... I don't know. I think that it is an interesting quote. I think that I'm going to become sort of like, you know, in movies where you see people's walls and it's covered with all these like (laughs) pictures of people that they've like stalked or whatever. I'm not going to (laughs) become like that, but I'm just thinking of as I'm going through all these things in my life, being like, what, what do I value? What do I believe? I can just see my wall becoming all post-it notes or even Melody, how you're like, do I really believe this? Like you can't love others until you love yourself. I want to take that and examine it. And that's what Carolyn said. Some days on a topic, she would spend several days examining and being like, what What do I believe about this?
1: Oh, man, Isn't that crazy? You really can. I mean, you could pick one topic and study it for the rest of your life and not even scratch the surface. It really overwhelms me. Really, really overwhelms me. Like there's <laughs> so, so much to learn, but it also is so exciting, right? Well, that's, Jacob and I have this, our marriage vision board that we made, uh, right after we got married and we just wrote down the things that, that we value, honesty, love, and compassion. And one of the things we put on our marriage vision board is that we take care of ourselves. We also take care of each other, but we take care of ourselves. And I feel like that has really strengthened our marriage because it's helped us remember that I'm in charge of me and my emotions and and my thoughts and my actions, and Jacob is in charge of his thoughts and his actions and, and his emotions, right? And by when I take care of myself, I do feel like it—it it is easier for Jacob to, to love me. When Jacob takes care of himself, it's easier for me to love him. And um, I just think there's a lot of power in in taking on that responsibility, right? And that you're in control of your thoughts and actions. And and taking care of yourself and giving yourself what you need. Because you know what you need better than anybody else. Except God. God probably knows what you need better than you do. But anyways. Okay. Do you guys have any last thoughts on self-love
0: before we wrap up today?
1: Any other things that you're dying to share? I think I... Wait.
0: In the J-Lo movie last night. Have you guys seen it? The Marry Me? Mm-mm. So she had this song that was like... It, she says, I choose me or something like, or like, I forget how it went, but it was really, I want to find the lyrics of it because it was basically saying like, it was so empowering. empowering. I was like, this is a great like affirmations, like song. It was talking all about loving yourself. And I think that, um, yeah, like everything that, you, that we've talked about just makes me like examine how do I wanna love myself? How do I wanna show up for myself? What are the boundaries that I wanna keep for myself? Like, what are my priorities? And I'm excited to take better care of myself.
2: Yeah, and I think um, one thing that I recently heard is she says the world tells it from, this woman's a real, she's a huge Christian. She's a great advocate for Jesus. And she said to me, you know, the world tells you, me, 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 I'm the focus. I'm the focus. And she's like, the truth is God, 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 God is the focus. And when you put God as the focus, he will take care of you. And I thought, oh, that's so good. <laughs> I also feel like we sometimes overemphasize ourselves and not that that's, I don't, I, I really do think that like, we have to have God with us to to under, undergo the transformation we also desire in our lives. So we just have to bind, you know, combine forces with God in that effort and then be grateful for every day that we live you guys because our lives are so good and we have so much.
1: Amen. I love it. One one thing that I want to say because I'm feeling kind of when I when I was saying when Jacob takes care of himself it's easier to love him i just wanted to say not that it's like hard to love him and i i feel like you can love anybody no matter what they're doing it's you it's not love love can be unconditional right i didn't want that to sound like i'm only gonna love people who take care of themselves
0: no i don't think it sounded like that but I'm glad you clarified for yourself, because I think we all have those yeah. moments after you say something, you're like, oh, someone listens. I don't want them Right. That, you know? So I totally right. get that. All right. So
1: moving forward, what are you guys going to work on this week for your goals? Tracy, do you want to start?
2: I'm sitting here thinking, great. Tracy, what are you going to work on? <laughs> or Steph, if you know.
0: <clears throat> so... To be honest, guys, I didn't do a monthly planning session with myself. So February really hasn't had a clear direction. Um, so I think my big thing is I want to plan for, like, m- March um, and the end of February and sort of be like, what are some of these things that I can accomplish? So I want, like, a goal. I'm going to do a goal planning session because without a plan, like, it's just a dream, you know? Yeah, I, um,
2: okay, I'm gonna give myself one thing. The one thing I want to work on this next week. And I actually am so busy. So this will have to happen on Monday and Tuesday of next or Tuesday, maybe. specifically. But I want to write I want to write my first solo cast and get it ready to publish on my podcast. So
0: yeah.
1: Awesome. Tracy, you're a superstar. My goals for this week. Um, I'm working on boundaries right now. And I told you this in our last Marco Polo, but I saw this awesome reel. It was like a funny reel, Um, but it it taught me so much. It basically was like um, this person saying like, I finally set boundaries and I feel so good about them. And then it's like, then the music changes and it's like funny. And then it's like uh, guilt coming in, because of the boundaries you just set, and anyways, um, I really related to that because I'm I still am very fresh and new to boundary setting, and I do drown in guilt. I set a boundary and I drown in guilt, and then I and then I take the boundary away. I I'm getting better at setting the boundaries, but then sticking onto them has not. I've not been very good at that because I feel so so guilty, and that reel was so helpful and in the caption it, this this was a therapist who did the reel and in the caption she just talked about how it's super normal for especially when you first start setting boundaries to feel guilt. And like what you were saying earlier in this podcast Tracy ju- to just recognize the guilt, realize that it's normal and then let it go. And I just felt this huge weight lift off of my shoulders because I realized that first of all feeling that guilt is normal and then I realized that I can set boundaries and I can stick to them. And I just It just feels so good to know that, oh, it's okay. Like I can hang on to these boundaries that I set because I feel really good about them. So that's what I'm going to work on this week is sticking to those boundaries. And I do feel like my boundaries are really, really tight. And maybe that's just because I haven't had boundaries. So in my head, they seem like really tight, really strict boundaries. But I really do feel like these are the boundaries that I need to take care of myself and to stay mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically healthy. Um, so I'm gonna stick to those boundaries that I set. And I also am doing this thing in my last. Um, I work with an anxiety coach in my last session, we talked about self-love. And Steph, I brought up your, your mirror talk, and I think it's so awesome that you do that. But I told my coach, I was like, that just I cannot do that. I cannot look in the mirror and and tell myself how awesome I am. Like that just isn't. I just can't. And she said, baby steps. So and maybe I never get to that point. But she gave me this suggestion of high fiving myself in the mirror every day. So I've been doing that. And I'm going to keep doing that this week. And it always makes me laugh a little bit. So those are my goals is to stick to my boundaries and to high five myself in the mirror every day.
2: Mel Robbins, the high five habit.
1: Oh, yeah, is that Oh, I love it. I've never heard of it before. I haven't either.
0: Tracy, your wealth of knowledge.
1: (laughs) I feel like we're always talking Tracy and you're like, mm hmm.
2: Yep. -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know stuff and I don't do it. So (laughs) (laughs) y'all.
0: Well, I mean, don't we all? Don't we all?
2: Yep.
1: Hey, we're getting there. We're all getting better. Okay, so our challenge to you listeners is to take yourself on a date this week. And if you do it, message us on Instagram, tell us how it goes. Our Instagram is, 50, is 52 Weeks Podcast, and we will catch you guys next week. Remember to focus on the fire. Woo! Woo! Ah!